Suddenly, looking around, they no longer saw anyone but Jesus alone with them. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. We ask you now, O God, to use and rule over our thoughts and our words, so that it may be your word which is spoken and your word which is heard. Amen. We continue this week our homily series, this year of St. Joseph, on St. Joseph by the various titles in which uh, he is presented in the, in the litany of St. Joseph. And this week we're looking at St. Joseph, lover of poverty. Lover of poverty. When I think of a lover of poverty par excellence, I think of St. Francis of Assisi, you know, this uh, wealthy uh, son of a, of a wealthy merchant in Assisi who literally gave up everything and walked away with nothing from uh, his father's wealth in order to embrace his lady poverty and that one of the, the evangelical counsel of, of, of poverty as he joyfully lived a life of total giving of self, that life which is what love means. What well, was St. Joseph... It's not like he had much of a choice to be poor. He was poor. But he embraced that life. We know that he was poor because in the Gospels, when he and, uh, and Our Lady Mary present Jesus in the temple, they present an offering of two birds, two turtle doves, or two young pigeons. And in the law, that was the offering of the poor. If you could afford it, you were to offer a lamb. But they couldn't afford a lamb. They offered two birds. Of course, they offered the lamb of God. But they were poor. We know this also from the, you know, if you go to Nazareth, to the uh, Grotto of the Assumption, you see the footprint of where the Holy House was, and the, the dimensions are the same uh, in uh, the Holy House in, in Loretto in Italy. And according to uh, our historical records, unfortunately the shrine was destroyed in the Reformation, but the Holy House, the model of the Holy House in, in uh, Walsingham in England, the footprint of the Holy House in Nazareth was 400 square feet. That's half the size of this sanctuary. And that would have included workspace. They were poor. But they embraced that life. Love is about giving oneself. And St. Joseph gave himself to love his wife Mary and to love his foster son, Jesus Christ. And when we, you know, there's nothing in particular about being poor that is going to make a person holy. We all know poor people who are scoundrels. We all know as well as poor people who are good, holy people. We know poor people who are sour as well as those who are joyful. And similarly, there's nothing inherently bad about being wealthy. We know that there are wealthy people who are very generous and good with their money, as well as those who are stingy and grasping. But the point is how they approach the gifts that they are given or not given. How they approach living with poverty or with great wealth. Great saints like St. Francis, who gave up everything to embrace a life of poverty, or one you may never have heard of, an English saint, Walston, 
who was a prince, and he laid aside his princely dignity in order to work in the fields as a common laborer. Kings, like King, King St. Louis of France or King Edward the Confessor of England, their wealth did not get in the way of their becoming holy and living the life that God had for them because they were ultimately not attached to property, to the things that they had and to a getting more and more, but to living out in generosity that life of love, the love of poverty. No one, no one on his or her deathbed is going to be saying, oh, my one regret is that I did not make more money. No one on their deathbed is going to say that my one regret is that I did not make that particular stock deal that would have made me a millionaire. No. If there's a regret at the end of life, it's that I did not live my life in love with the people who are close to me. That I'm estranged from my children, or that, that you know, my parents, I never made it right with my parents before they died. That's what people regret. That they did not live their life in self-giving to others, and ultimately in giving themselves to God. The love of poverty is to use the things of the world, whether we have them in abundance or not, in order to give ourselves to others, and through giving ourselves to others, to give ourselves to God. When Jesus says it over and over again, what you did not do to the least of these, you did not do to me. That's what the love of poverty is, and that is what St. Joseph emulated. He gave himself in love to this little family, our Blessed Lady and his divine foster son. And each of us can use that example in giving ourselves in love to the people close to us and the people perhaps that we might find less lovable. And sometimes those are the same people. Love is giving oneself not being attached so much at grasping to the things of the world, but to use them as part of gift, part of gift of ourselves. God grant us the grace to use the things of the world that we are given in order to show that love to others and through that love to others, that love to our divine master. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit.